Welcome to the New Joe Show. I'm Joe. I'm Cindy. Listen, Elville isn't building up anything. And if we're being honest with each other right now, you are staring yet another rebuild in the face. And Cindy's gonna try to retract my statement, but let, but let me just tell let me just tell you. Last week I told you you have two prospects in the top 100, and the second prospect looks really really bad, and that's basically it. You got two prospects, and now I know people are trying to hype up the Cody Clemens. Oh, Cody Clemens. They're they're you know hitting the meat and trying to get themselves aroused because you know the, the Tigers are uh, the Tigers are very very uh, a, they're basically like a, a slump buster they're just a fat piece of garbage and so people are like trying to get through summer and they're watching this stupid team and they're going anything to get them fired up oh Cody Clement is up Viagra pill boom I'm a re- and then you watch him go 0 for 3, right? And then, you know, it's going to be Riley Green. And then Riley Green is going to come up. Now, the only thing that has happened with the Tigers is that they've had pitchers that have pitched really, really well. Like the Bo Brisky, the Fiedos, Tarek Skubal looks like a stud. Casey Mize is on a DL. Well, it's not called DL no more. Cause they don't, the IL, yeah. The IL. Which is the stupidest thing ever because it's the same thing, but they don't want they don't want to be offensive to disabled people, which makes no sense to me. I'll still call Yale. Anyways, Casey Myers looks like he's going towards very insensitive, Joe. You're being very insensitive to the You know what? I know disabled people and I don't think it really matters to them either. Because it's it's been around for decades and we're gonna change it because all of a sudden we're offended now. Like how get the hell away from me. Well, this is this is the response to the the cultural pressure that ah, some of these teams are that. getting. That's really what it is. Now listen, Casey Myers is going on the injured list, right? Yep. Matt Manning looks like he's coming off the injured list, but like you got three good, you got three pitchers that I think could could become something: Scooble, uh, Brisky, and Fado. But then you get to the positional players, and that's where you kind of. Uh, well, you know, they're. they're you on... just look at them and you go, hmm. It's like, you know, it's like uh, it's like you're dating a new, a, a new girl, right? And you're trying to think, well, this looks pretty good. When she's like this, it looks pretty good. And then we, you're like, but when she does this, it's very, very ugly. Like, you, t- you take her to the bar. <laughs> You take it to the bar, and, and she's the next thing she you, you hear is, "I don't want to go." Oh my god, she's just a sloppy <laughs> person, right? She's all all over the bar, just like I just want to be a friend right here, right now. And then you're like, "Oh my god, that's what the Tigers' offense is. It's a it's the drunk, sloppy girl." And- or if it's if you want to go, if you want to make it complete. We go the drunk sloppy guy because we know that happens too. That's right. It now, does. Tigers offense is brutal, right? It's, br- it's pretty brutal. And I mean, you, people think that Spencer Torkelson is going to be this guy. He's looked pretty. Mm. Riley Green's going to be coming up soon, I would think. 
I mean, unless you catch lightning in a bottle. But with the Tigers, you with baseball, you need a complete offense. Like you can't have just two two guys. Like I mean, you look at the Yankees lineup and you look at the Tigers lineup and you go, "This is what the Poors do." You know, right? It's not it's not fun to watch, and it's just it's sad because we really don't have a baseball team. But the bearer or bad news is. We have another rebuild coming. Because if you're a general manager and you come into this situation, you are going to be like, I want no part of this. Yeah, they're going to rip it all down and start I got to I got to rip this thing apart because, yeah, like you got to look at the three factors of the pitchers that all the pitchers that Elville had that he could have traded for pitch hitters, offense players, whatever. He didn't. He didn't trade those guys, and they ended up coming back at them. They need a wholesale change, just like the Lions did. The Lions did a wholesale change top to bottom. I think that's what the Tigers need to do, if not making those changes, but definitely a top to bottom analysis. Um, and you can't have the same people who created the problem coming up with the solution, mm-hmm. right? Uh, that It doesn't work that way. Um You've got to remove those issues. The number one top of the list, and I know we keep saying it over and over, but I truly believe it, and that is Al Avila. Al Avila has failed miserably as a GM. Your GM needs to properly manage the assets, and he has not properly managed his assets, whether it be his, his financial resources, his player assets, his program assets, whatever that case might be. They've been all mismanaged across the board. You have to get rid of of your general manager because again um you cannot solve a problem at the same level of thinking that created it okay and i don't see the the level of thinking changing at all so long as you have uh alabila still in charge so you've got to change that out and it also changed the culture and it'll also change the the entire programming right that's number one then you've got to start replacing those pieces that are your key components to having just a generally well-run team or well-put-together team. Now, you might have to develop those things as time goes on, whether it be members of the coaching staff, whether it may be, uh, you know, your your positional players, uh, members of the, you know, the um, those in the pitching rotation, whatever the case might be. But you have to have that wholesale analysis and change top to bottom. That's what the Lions did, which is why what we talked about in the last segment, why they are probably the first ones in contention to, to, to win a playoff game. That's what the, the Red Wings did. All of the successful franchises have done the same thing, and the Tigers are going to have to do that. Now, despite the fact that they are, and I've never seen an odd this long in my life, the, the Tigers, you know what the biggest odds are that they win the World Series? 50,000 to 1. Hmm. 50,000 to 1 that the Tigers win the World Series. Um the same people aren't betting on the Tigers. Which means it'll <laughs> never happen, at least not this season. So, uh, however... It, it, just, it just goes to show you how... There's been a streak of wins, though, No, Joe. it's been a streak of wins, but, like, I think it's a mirage because, like... Come back to me when they win 10 out of 13. Then I'll, I'll be tuned in. Now, I go to the game on the 18th of... June. Oh, you're actually going? Yeah, because it's, you know, my dad's company picnic and whatever. 
That, that's like, the only people I'm hearing about going to Tigers games right now. It's so funny. It's like they're going there for an event. It's either like a fundraiser or they're going there because someone's company is having an event oh, there. Someone or died and they just gave tickets away. Yeah, I mean, like, nobody's going to say, "Hey, I want to go watch a Tigers game." They're all like, the only way they're getting people into that stadium is like under the auspices of something else. Like we got to trick you to get in here. And oh, by the way, there's this, there's these guys on on the field and, oh, yeah. and they're playing baseball. Here's, here's Just, you know, ignore them. Bring your dog to the park day. Uh, right. Like, I mean, come on. Like this is, like Joe Zamaya with the whole thing that went viral with Shazar graphic. You know, like he said, it's, it's this, this, you can't do this in Detroit. Like you just, you can't. Like it's too iconic. It's too, um, it's an embarrassment to the legacy. It's an embarrassment to the legacy. And it, it, the last 20 years have been an embarrassment because they're still up there in the losses. If you look at the – from 2000 to now, it's pretty bad. So, I mean, the fact that Mary is like I've seen – I saw the Tigers lose a lot of games, you know, in my lifetime. Like a lot. But, right, so much more in yours. I mean, you. I was actually around when they won a World Series. You were around when they won a World Series. Yeah. I have. I've watched them get in the World Series and uh, basically throw up on themselves and uh, and get a cab called on them because you know they they can't handle their drinking. Now, I, I just I just think that the Tigers are just like it's it's just not it's not it's not to be expected. Like you, you got to understand, like. There's a pride that comes along with wearing the old English D, the winged wheel, even the Pistons logo, like the the, the colors of the Pistons. Mm-hmm. They have a they have a meaning, you know. If you go back in history, the Bad Boys, the '84 Pistons, the you know going to work Pistons. You got the Red Wings the dynasty with Eisenman and uh, McCarty and Shanahan, Brett Hall and Toxic and all that stuff. Osgood. And then you got the Tigers when '84, Lou Tram, Lou and Tram, you know yep. Gibson, Kirk Gibson, uh, Lance Parrish, Lance Parrish, all those, Jack all Morris. those, all those yeah. guys. And if you go back to '68, you still have Willie Horton, Jim Price, who does this in the LK line. Like those are legit memories. You look back to the, the current roster and you go, how far are they away from having an LK line? No, I know Miguel Cabrera is that guy now, but he's old and too. It's like, who is their budding superstar? Like, Baez was supposed to be this great signing by El Vila. Garbage. I mean, like, Ken Holland, we talked about before, got railroaded in this town because he signed bad for agent deals, which some of them really weren't his fault. But the Baez one... We could have seen from a mile away because he's always been a streaky guy, always been a flashy guy, strikes out morning, he gets hit. He's just, right. he's just leads it his fielding sucks. He lead, well, led the league in errors no, last year. Yeah, like he'll get like he'll make great plays and then the plays that you think he should make, he doesn't make. Right. And that's just not practical. You know, like we come from we come from a uh, we watched Nick Lichtman play hockey, okay? Perfect two minutes. Did the right way, did that like that. We watched we watched Ben Wallace patrol the middle of the court and just say, you're not coming here unabated. You're going to get your ass whooped. Yeah. Bill Lambeers, you know, even like if you go to Justin Verlander, where like if you were, if he was on the mound, 
he had a killer instinct and he was gonna kill he was gonna beat you. But the Tigers, I don't see a killer instinct on that team right now. Well you, here's the thing. Here's the thing. You've got nobody on the Tigers who anybody's afraid of facing. That's what I'm saying. Like there is right? no there is no one on that roster you go There's no fear. Oh there. my god, that is Justin Verlander. Oh my god, that is Miguel Cabrera. Oh my god, we did do it. Maybe that that's the only one. But he's, but he's but, such an outlier. But he's so he's that older that like they people they go like okay he's past his time where like he could take a ball that you make a mistake on and take it out of the park easily. So I mean it's just that's just the way it is, and I think that we're looking at another rebuild with the Tigers because if you look at the roster right now, which one of these players is actually going to be a guy that you can build a championship team around? Maybe Torkelson, maybe Green when he comes up. But your offensive players, there's there's not much to gain from. And I know people love these the Cody Clemens story. Oh, he's bringing up Cody Clemens. Well, you know, here's the other thing, too, is they, they talk all about how well these guys are doing in the minors and how well they're doing in various areas in the farm system or whatever. And what we see more times than not is – these, they bring these guys up to the big club and they've got all their hopes and dreams pinned on them. And the fact of the matter is they just cannot the Tigers, calibrate themselves the, the Tigers for ju- for, to the Major League Baseball. The Tigers for a long time have not had the ability to uh, develop players well. I mean, they had the Justin Verlander, which that's that's a guy that was good off the gate. Like He was a good player. You know what I'm saying? Didn't really take much to a Granderson, they they kind of brought up, right? But like most of their talent that they that was star talent, they brought in via trade or free agency. They haven't developed enough. Like you look at the Red Sox, right? Develop a lot of talent. The Braves, who won the World Series last year, develops talent. The Dodgers, most of their talent is developed in their system because they have a system. The Giants developed in their system. The Twins and the Indi- the Guardians who. Guardians aren't good, but for some reason they develop all these pitchers who are really, really good. They always have a guy that's an infielder prospect or outfielder prospect that's really, really good. Tigers, they haven't had that guy. And everyone everyone we say, oh, he's going to be good, like a Jacob Turner. Andrew Miller, who you traded for Miguel Cabrera, wasn't really good. It's a tie, it's a tie, There's an organizational failure with this team, and the guy who's been a part of it for a while, has been Al Vila. Well, there's no doubt. Now, here's what I'm concerned about. My main concern is by the time the, you know, Tigers get into a serious rebuild, will will A.J. Hinch stay around? Because now you're going to have a – if A.J. Hinch leaves, now you've got – even if you change out Al Vila, you got a big problem because now you got to find a new head coach. A manager, yeah. Or a manager, well, rather, yeah. I had the – I had a bad dream yesterday because I've been having, you know, some kind of garbage come, go around in my life so far. And I had a dream that AJ Hinch left to go back to the Astros because he got to opt out after this year. Now, if I was him, I'd opt out for sure because I don't want to be a part of this team because there's no future with this team. None whatsoever. You could say Riley Green, but you're going to base all your hope on him. You could say Spencer Torkelson, but you're basing that he's going to get better, which you hope he does. But you're still – that's only two players. 
Well, again, look what this general manager is, is serving up to A.J. Hinch to, to work with. He's not giving him anything to work with. I mean, his, his best acquisition was Austin Meadows, Baez, Eduardo Rodriguez. And for a good majority of them, except Austin Meadows, they've been pretty bad. Tigers have got to concentrate on bats. They've got to get some sluggers on this team. And they had a shot last year to get a Marcelo Mayer. But they passed on him to get Jackson Job. And you know where Marcelo Mayer is right now? Boston. You know, they always draft out good infielder prospects. And guess who's 10th on the prospects list? Marcelo Mayer in one year made 10th on the prospects list. Yeah, I, I don't – again, I don't see much hope for the Tigers so long as they stay in the same pattern that has gotten them to where they're at. And until they make a significant amount of changes at a very high level, it's just not going to change. Why would you think it would? Why Alvila is not going to all of a sudden start doing business differently. Okay? You've got to change him out. There's no other way to get this thing done. And even if you do that – even if you do that now, today, I think you're looking at at least three years before the Tigers are even competitive. Yeah, you're looking. I mean, it's 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 it's, it's as sad as people you know love baseball and they want this team to be good. But you're just not going to see with this team. It's three more summers, Joe, of heading to the golf course instead of heading to the Tiger Stadium. Well, or to Comerica Park. I, I like the Tigers were the one that started their rebuild. The, the last, you know, they were the one that, you know, was the first one to start the rebuild pretty, pretty much. And they're farther than they were when they started. Yeah, farther behind. Because when you, you yeah. got you to think when they started the rebuild last time, they had JV to sell off, J, uh, JD Martinez to sell off. They had pieces to sell off. Now you look at this team and you go, who are you selling off? Like who? Like you got to bring someone who could draft pretty good because you have no – one to trade prospects like yeah you could trade school if you wanted to but that would be stupid but you know it wouldn't surprise me if some of these key players are asking for trades they have to be they have to if be. it keeps going with this i think you will see that well i mean and you look even with the red wings right you know i i think one of the things that stevie y understands because he was a player in in a seattle Vila doesn't understand this is that and I give Stevie Y a lot of credit for this, and that is that I think he has let go of players who um, are kind of like tail end of their career, even though they were good pieces of the Red Wings. He wanted to give those guys a chance at a cup. Darren Helm, Luke Glendenny. Yep, yep. I mean, he a- at least has some awareness that, hey, these guys don't have very many chances left. Yeah, and I'm not going to keep them on a bad team. Exactly, exactly. That's, again, that is a comprehensive thinking of a good GM. He's not just thinking for the best part of his organization, which of course he is, but he's also thinking what's best for these players. And Stevie Y really uh, is the type of manager that we need for the Detroit Tigers. Now, who that would be, I honestly don't know. Yeah, I know your. I gave you the Listen, perfect opportunity. That, that guy, that guy would turn around this team, and he would get total buy-in because he's done it before. And it just—it's a match made in heaven. He would want to come to the Tigers, and that'd be great. But you know what? Chris Lodge has an image problem right now with the way that he has kept Alvila around. 
I mean, well, he, nobody can figure out why that is. He must have some naked pictures of him or something. <laughs> I mean, he's got some blackmail, some blackmail material on Chris Illich. Chris Illich just said, you know what, Ken, do you think you should step away? Here comes Stevie Y. He fired a guy, he, not he didn't fire, but he totally got to step away, you know, so he can hire someone like Stevie Y. And that guy won cups before. So, Al Vila has done nothing like Kenny Holland, and yet he is still in charge of that organization. It's just maddening to me. But in the next segment, we'll be talking about the Red Wings and where they should go with how they should go and how they should position themselves like the playoff teams. All right. Yep.